The boys in the third form at Hutt Valley High had claimed that spit would sizzle if you hit the overhead wire. And they told a story about a drunk who peed from the bridge and his cock and balls had been burned off. They had looked hungry using those words, and Ellie had understood that she was chosen as the sort of girl you could talk smut to. She had punched the worst of them in the chest so hard he had doubled up and had to hide the tears on his cheeks. Her mother had shifted her from Hutt Valley High to Willowbank School when Allie told her, a move that lost Allie most of her friends. Paying private school fees trapped Mrs Crowther in two jobs, which made Allie guilty and begged to be shifted back, although she had come to like Willowbank quite well. Allie's the sort of girl who can be happy anywhere, Mrs Crowther told the hostel matrons. That's not true, Ellie wanted to say, even though it was meant as praise. Her mother always praised her and ran down almost everyone else. But she saw why people might agree, and was puzzled by the unhappiness of so many of the girls she knew. They made a virtue of feeling sad, and now and then Ellie wondered if being blonde and blue-eyed and overweight and being a woman early, too early, one of the matrons said, disqualified her from the feelings girls were supposed to have. Jealousy and envy were two more things she did not feel. She's a jolly sort of girl, one of the nicer mothers said, which seemed to deny Allie any feelings at all, and even deny that she had brains in her head. While Allie knew she was clever and sharp and had two ideas for every one her friends could produce. She could read books that bored them, and know why the characters did what they did, even when it took place hundreds of years ago. Why they gave each other up, even though it meant they would stay lonely all their lives. She could leave the movies understanding why this person had been cruel and that one submissive, instead of thrilled by how gorgeous they looked and how long they had kissed for. She could draw. She could paint. Jolly indeed. A wee bit on the boisterous side, another woman said, and a wee bit crude. Boisterous was better, although it had something to do with her size and what the gym mistress called her early development. That meant her breasts. As for crude, those mothers should hear how dirty mouth their daughters could be in their Willowbank voices. Sometimes they made Allie blush. Being foul-mouthed was shallow, she thought, wheeling her bicycle down from the bridge. And lying was shallow and made you smaller. It chipped off part of who you were by making the other person less. Allie had learned that from lying to her mother. She had not felt whole again until she confessed, which she did in a straightforward way so neither of them would get emotional. Thank you for telling me, her mother said and they both felt better, and Ellie felt rounded out again. She did not believe she had to protect her mother, but stand beside her and not be budged. Mrs Crowther needed support if she was to keep going. Ellie felt no burden and no hands holding tight. Her mother made decisions and had rules Ellie did not like, but kept them separate from her love, which she wore like a skin. Ellie had tried to paint it as an aura or glow in the parent portrait they had done at school, 
but could not prevent it from spreading like a rash. She looked back past the railway station at House 4, where she had left her mother in bed with two hot water bottles and a lemon drink sweetened with honey. One of the other matrons would look in. Ali had insisted on that. The nurses were in Wellington at a Saturday class, so there would be no hard heels on the stairs and no mersey dotes on the piano. Her mother would have silence, aspros, lemons, a warm bed, a darkened room. I've done all that, Ali thought satisfied, although the Saturday class was only luck. She rode up Oxford Terrace towards Waterloo. There were fewer people on this side of the bridge and more cars, bigger cars, bigger houses, more trees, taller trees. There were shells, strewn drives and flower beds shaped like diamonds.